Welcome to the SBCN Small Biz Podcast, brought to you by the Small Business Community Network in association with Northern River Financial. We're proudly supported by TELUS. The future is friendly. Visit us online at www.sbcncanada.org. It's Linda Ockwell-Jenner here, co-founder of the Small Business Community Network with another SBCN Small Biz Podcast. In today's episode, I'd like to share a conversation we recorded for our Small Biz Perspectives video series. Hello, Mr. Bentley. How are you? I'm doing well. Uh, We had a really, really good video last week, didn't we? We had a really good chat. And um, I'm choosing the topic tonight, and uh, basically it's from the Financial Post, Steve. I love talking about finances, and I'm just back from a vacation myself, too. So oh, did you I, I enjoy you your vacation? Did you enjoy your vacation? I did, I did. We'll share more of that coming up in, in the future, but it was a great time. Okay, and wasn't it your birthday last week, or was that the week before? Am I out of the loop a uh, bit? Two weeks ago. Sorry, I can't believe it. Okay. Freedom 55. Freedom well, that's very important for our topic tonight. Um, it's all about, you know, buying habits, what people use to buy. So I'm going to read my notes, Steve, because I found this, this topic today is so bad. A recent national study by Square reveals that 79% of Canadians are card first buyers. That means they use the credit card first, primarily. And 47% avoid shops where they must use cash. So what we need to know, what small businesses in particular needs to know, is how do my customers really want to pay? Me, for instance, Steve, I... I feel awful about this. One good example of how I never have cash, when we were in Paris earlier this year, I think I told you about this lovely cute guy who was playing a saxophone on the train. And it's amazing when you're bored. Well, I wanted to give him some money to say thank you, but I couldn't give him a debit card or my credit card because he didn't have a square. (laughs) So basically... You you know, my rule is I always carry... A very, I'm very much like you. I, I always carry a small amount of cash no matter where I go because okay. you never know when electronics are going to get in the way and you I'm have to terrible. have another way of paying for something. I am all card, seriously. I never yeah. have any cash yeah. on me. So I guess we want to work out what's, what small businesses should be doing today. Should they all revert to, say, uh, Square or other methods of, you know, using customers can use the card, you know, payment methods like that? Mm-hmm. Or, or, or should they be like, you know, saying, well, we want to pay with cash, our customers, you know, what, what way should we do it, Steve? I think you need to look at your business. I think you need to look at what you're selling and how you're selling it. And I think you need to accommodate pretty much any venue that the, the customer wants to use. Because you don't want to turn away business because you don't want to pay and deal with cash. We're not there yet as a society, although we may be, right? So Square is a perfect example where it makes it very easy for small business owners to be able to be virtual wherever they go and whatever they do to be able to receive payments. You know, you could be in your client office. Let's say I'm in a client's office and they need to pay for something. I got my square with me. It can take care of that transaction. And if you didn't have your square with you, really what you're Mm -hmm. doing, Steve, and what I could be doing is turning away our customers and that's Mm -hmm. not what we want to be prepared for those customers, don't we? Um, 
I guess it says here, as the average Canadian customer has only $46.50 on them in cash, and that's not me, and hasn't visited a bank or ATM to withdraw cash in 17 days. So if the right. customer wants to buy, but card, card payments not in the mix, it's a gamble to hope that we got enough cash. So cash is no longer king. And the Financial no. Post, as I say, printed this awesome um, topic, you know, this awesome subject. And I thought, well, that's amazing because I'm card only. And, um, like, for this Small Business Community Network, we have the square card. We can pop it into a phone. Right, it's right, amazing. Right. Well, I think a lot of businesses being online, too, they need to be able to accommodate electronic transactions. And I think if you look at me, you talk about 17 days since the last time I was in a bank, I would say it's even longer, right? Um, a lot of what we do, as an example, is another method is, e- e- you know, e-transfers and doing exchanges by email yeah. in terms of exchange changing payments, right? Yeah. My son just got a new apartment and, you know, he, you know, I'm always the, the first month check and the last month check. No, it's just everything was done electronically right yeah. on the spot. Yeah. So you need to look at accommodating as many payment options as you can within your business because you're going to deal with a lot of different customers who have different preferences, right? Still people out there that want to use cash and then they're going to go and pay to take cash out of a bank. Yeah. And, and I look at it and say, well, you know, the debit card is, a, is another tool that is so predominantly used. The, the, and it can, be, it can be a problem, too, because you talk about spending, you know, people using tap. And tap and mm-hmm. tap, and they don't necessarily keep track of the spending. But that's just another example of how quickly you can transact. So you need to be able to accommodate the different methods that are available. I, for your business. I get a bit worried. Um, I attend a lot of networking events, as you know, mm. and I get a bit worried when there's no online um, payment method, and I have to pay cash at the door. Um, obviously, I want a receipt. Um, when people ask for a check, I think, oh, what's a check? You know, I haven't written a check for a long time, you know. Mm-hmm. I think you've got to keep up with the times. But again, let's think of the customers and the businesses that maybe don't need to use a card, don't don't need to use that pe- method. Um, I guess stores in the mall, maybe. Um, do you think there's an age demographic to this, do you think? Maybe absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But you'd be surprised at the people who are accommodating online transactions and, and using electronic communication and, and payment yeah, options. I right. Know, I want to talk about the people who may not be and say, I want to pay with cash in a store. Right. right. Or, I well, know. I was going to give you an example about people using checks. Right. Yeah. There's still people that like to use checks. But as a business owner, that doesn't mean you have to physically go to the bank and deposit that check anymore. Right. No, you can, take you a can pic- do that through your phone. I right? know. It's so amazing. We- there's different tools you can. Use. The only checks we issue now, you may know this, Steve, if an SBCM member refers someone to the Small Business Community Network, mm-hmm. we offer them a check in the way of a thank you. Um, it's a cash thank you in the way of a check. Um, it's nice to give out a check at a network meeting versus say, hang on a minute, let me put my business card in here and transfer some money to you. That's the only time we use checks, Steve. But I'm thinking now. Um, okay, um, Melissa and I and her friends last weekend, uh, remember the last podcast I talked about this? We were in Montreal and mm. we caught the metro and um, only Melissa had cash on her, so she mm. paid for mine and her um, and her friend's ticket, primarily mm. because this is funny, the machine was out of order so we couldn't use our credit cards. That is a problem, isn't it? 
I, I think it's a problem, you know. But, you know, I, I talk about small businesses, too. I mean, there's so many tools that they can use to help deal with the payment options. I mean, something that a lot of people use right now, which is basically free for a lot of small businesses, is, is a program called Wave Accounting. Oh, where they can send their invoices online by email direct to their clients, and their clients can actually pay through that invoice electronically, whether it be an email transfer, whether it be a deposit to a bank, whether it be a credit card. So you've got to be able to really try and be flexible to accept people have different I ways that they like to tender. It's easier for our bookkeepers and accountants to keep a paper trail too. I don't know about you, Steve. I think it's much easier because then it's all online versus, you know, when I pay cash, is this receipt. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Mm-hmm. Well, there's always a paper trail. I mean, you can print out a paper copy of the invoice if you ever want to pull it down. You've got a PDF of it. Um, and you can pull down the, the accounting information that you're transacting through that. But, but if it's a lot all of people, online, then we kill him less trees, aren't we? Well, I'd like to keep trees. it online, right? Think and if I have the trees, Steve. Hey? I have a client who's an accountant in Cambridge, right? Most of the stuff he gets in terms of bookkeeping from his clients comes through an online portal. Mm -hmm. They have in terms of the software they're using. The software they're using in their office directly communicates with their accounting firm. So a lot of that information from the sales and from the expenses and everything that they're entering or that they're receiving, they're sending electronically to their accountant as opposed to keeping paper. You should always keep paper according to CRA, though, right? Yeah, I know. Right. You know, I just passed that on to somebody. I haven't got time to do it. Um, But no, seriously, I think the businesses who are getting in on the accepting card payments primarily um, are the ones who are going to benefit and the ones who don't and still want to do it the old way are going to lose out, Steve? I think they're going to lose customers because you need to be flexible in terms of like one of the things that that bothers me and I've seen it on occasion is when you go, I went into a coffee shop in Kitchener. No. And I I want it, yeah, every day. And I want it to buy a coffee, right? Okay. And so I want to use a debit card. And he says, well, there's going to be five cents extra for that transaction. I hate that. And I said, man, there's such a smarter way of doing it. You can integrate that if you have a fee yeah. or a cost, integrate it into your price. But you turn people away. So if you're not accepting forms of payment yeah. and being ahead with where things are going electronically, yeah. certainly in Canada, Canada is one of the largest demographics in terms of using electronic payments, then you can turn customers off. You can turn them away. They can buy something what they I want from you somewhere will not else. Go again. I will never have a second visit to a coffee shop or a small store if they're mm-hmm. going to charge me. My local post office does it. And I go, okay, I will travel. I will drive 15 to 20 minutes, even though I'm only saving 5, 10, 15, 20 cents. For me, it's the, the principle of the thing. I don't think I should pay. And hide it. Hide it. Well, I don't care, as you say, integrate it. Well, but absolutely. We didn't really talk about demographics. Do you, do you think there is a demographic who prefer not to yeah. pay with cards? What is that demographic, Steve? Well, I think it's our demographic, actually, <laughs> which is funny because you're seeing more and more people who are Did you are say don't want to pay with cards? <laughs> yeah, they're traditional. I mean, they're born and raised, use cash. This is the way their parents taught them. And so they just are slow to be accommodating. So, But you can see it happening. But I think the largest demographic that uses it is the millennial. I think the largest demographic that doesn't are seniors because um, they just don't trust their electronic storage or their, their personal and financial information yeah, being sent yeah. over the internet or being yeah. given to somebody in order to deal with something online. So that's, it, that's, that's where you problem. see a different mindset. And of course, those people have come through a recession in some cases uh-huh. where you know it was really important that you keep tight control over over your money, mm-hmm. which is your cash. Okay, that's so- changed. I guess another good thing for me is um, I'm a bit blonde. So first of all, I ha- if I- 
So I call a purse. Okay, you call a purse a wallet over here. I still get it confused. So the wallet that a woman uses to put a cash in there and a credit card and everything, mm-hmm. I never have any cash in there, obviously. But now I don't even need a wallet because I put my credit card and my bank card and any store cards in my phone case. So then I'm eliminating some attacks in my heavy purse which i call a bag so that's a good reason why you well, well it is a wallet both men and women use wallets okay. where you have a purse is where you put your wallet <laughs> into but the thing that's changed though is the ability through like apple pay and through some of the banks to electronically store your debit and credit card information on your phone oh Dave so uses actually his when watch. you go through that and you want to transact something you don't even use a card no. you just use the, the the image and the detail and the information that's on your phone already so well, Dave a lot of young people just don't even bother with having a wallet Dave and having uses all those cards. his watch it's so cool See, so again, cool. there's just another form of technology, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's less hassle as well because I've seen people, especially guys, put their hand in a back pocket, pocket rather, pull out a bill, a $20 note, and maybe two come out, one falls on the floor and doesn't even notice it. And how many people are honest with, hey, mate, you know, you drop that. So basically, yeah, you can lose your credit card. Yeah, you can use your debit card. But it's covered by the bank. You just let them know straight away. Whereas money, it flies away and you don't wait to go in. I mean, cash money, you know. But the banks are so phenomenal. I'll tell you a very quick personal story. Several years ago, I was shopping for school supplies for my child. Children, sorry. And I went into one place. They accepted my credit card. I went into the next place. And they said, we can't accept your credit card. Mm. And I thought... Maybe it's just a one-off, right? So I drove over to the mall and tried to do it again. And they said, we can't use your credit card, right? So when I went home, and that's why it's important to have another form of, of payment, right? <laughs> In electronic cards, they'd be canceled or, or closed off very quickly if there's a problem. And so I saw a red flight flashing, and it was my bank. And oh. I picked up and listened to the message. And they said, while you went from store B to store C, Somebody in Las Vegas, and of course I'm in Kitchener-Waterloo, somebody in Las Vegas <laughs> tried to do a $2,500 cash advance. Oh, wow. So they closed the card off. That amazing. So think of that technology, and I know Dave could speak to the you know the security side of it, yeah. but it's such an integrated thing. Yeah. But people need to get away from the phobia of, well, yeah, I, I can't provide my information or store it online because people will hack it. You know, people can steal your wallet. You know, there's so many different ways. So you need to embrace that there are some easier ways and you got to get over that phobia in my case of, of, of putting information online. I've got another example where you do need mm. cash though. But this is going back about hmm, 18 years when Dave still lived in England. So I uh, didn't, I only had a card, I had a credit card, and I wanted to catch a black cab in Birmingham, England, and none of the taxi drivers accepted credit cards. So this one guy trusted me <laughs> to take me to where I was staying, where Dave would be, so Dave would pay him, which is phenomenal. But now most taxis, especially in Canada, do accept credit cards have a machine and Uber. I'm sorry if I'm stepping on people's toes. Uber is amazing, isn't it? Because you do it, it on is. your phone, right? And it's all done a deal, and you know when they're coming. So that being very yeah. clever as well. You yeah. can transact a lot of transactions where you don't even need to give money to the driver, or you yeah. have to give your credit card information yeah. to the driver. Yeah, you do it good. personally, yeah. and that just helps in the security side of it. So I guess we should say thank you to the Financial Post for helping me out and finding me a great topic. And I think the point we've made is. Primarily, I think 74 or 75% of people, customers, do want to pay with a card, a form of an online payment. And basically, Linda doesn't like carrying cash. 
That's a really good point. I think it's been a fun one tonight, Steve. Thanks for your time. And I always love talking about finance. You know me, well, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a bit sketchy. I'll leave that tonight. I like spending money, but I'm not good talking about it. Hey, you know what? I can do that pretty good, too. So. <laughs> so we'll see you next week, Steve. All right. You have a good evening. Thanks again. Thank you.